Hey, Appalzones, welcome back to Cut Me Some Snack, the podcast where we talk about snacks how we want to and we don't judge. I'm Graham Ganahl. I'm Connor Hughes. And on this episode, we'll be talking about things like uh, things that go in ramen and ham and cheese. Uh, but first, let's roll that intro. Cut me some snack. Well, here we are again. Mm-hmm. It's April. Yeah, it's it April. It is uh... already April. Mm-hmm. If you had to guess and you didn't know, how long ago would you say 2018 was? 2018. Um, if I had to guess, I'd say two months. Going by feel. Like going by feel. Feel? Maybe two months. Two months? I'm, month I feel like half. two weeks. Two weeks. Like, I haven't had that thing that a lot of people have where they have, like, trouble writing the right year down on things. Mm-hmm. I don't have that. It might just be because I never write checks. <laughs> and uh, and when I turn in homework that needs a date, Word just wants to automatically put it in for me. So I don't really have to mm-hmm. worry about it. So I don't write down the date too often. But when I do, I don't have trouble writing 2019. I just feel like it's not so much that it doesn't feel like it should be 2019. It feels like it shouldn't be April. Yeah. Already. Yeah. That's uh, crazy. I've never had the problem with the date because eight and nine both have the little loop at the top. So um, by the time you finish the first loop, I can remind myself, oh, I'm just supposed to go down rather yeah. than make a second loop. It's too bad that the years don't go down because if we went from 19 to 18 and you accidentally wrote 19, you could just add a little yeah. curve. Yeah. But the thing is, like, we've been coasting by on on only having to correct the last digit for the last, mm-hmm. like, nine years. And so now, once it hits 2020, if we do it wrong, we're going to be two digits off. And you can, turn yeah. a, you can turn a one into a two pretty easily, but, like, try mm-hmm. turning a nine into a zero. Yeah, that's going to be a little bit more Unless difficult. you complete the zero, and then you pretend like you always do your zeros with the little lines through them. Oh, uh, Yeah. Uh, I can see that. Yeah. Anyway, that's not anything at all what we're talking about today. No, it's just kind nope. of a a side thing. Yep. Yeah, a little a little snacklet of uh, of information. A little a, a little snacklet. bite. Yeah. A little a, bite. Uh, yeah. a single a single a single cheese it of conversation. <laughs> uh, but I know that's not uh, all that we want to discuss today. So um, let's talk about. Let's Your talk first about thing. My first thing is ham and cheese. Now, not just ham and cheese sandwiches. Everyone right. does that. Sure. Personally, well, and it also, takes... sorry to interrupt, but like ham and cheese sandwich, is that like a snack or is that that's not even a snack? Yeah, it's not even like a snack snack. It's let not a snack. a snack. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. It's not mm-hmm. even a snack, let alone a mm-hmm. a snack. You know, but as we say, your it's more of a meal assuming a lot when i say ham and cheese yes i mean the ham and cheese i'm sorry and when i assume i make an ass out of you and cheese (laughs) yeah exactly uh uh everyone has probably done this if you haven't try it it's actually not that bad but when you go to your fridge at midnight Mm -hmm. and you open the door and you've got ham and you've got cheese yeah you take the ham yep you take the cheese sliced you slap them together and then you pineapple pen oh sorry (laughs) (laughs) no and then you roll it up right and you have this little tube of ham rolled into cheese and it's like 
Uh, it's 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 pretty decent. It's and got what, the main flavors there. It does. It's got the ham mm-hmm. flavor, the cheese flavor, and they intertwine. It's nice when you roll them up because if you just have some ham and then you have some cheese, you're like, all right, I had ham then cheese. But if you have ham and cheese, mm-hmm. it's different too from just like ham on top of cheese, like you would have in a sandwich. That's pretty good. Yeah, um, the this... good flavors together. But hear me out. If you if you roll them up together, then you're getting perfectly intertwined ham flavor mixed with cheese flavor. And you can, I mean, it depends on, you know, your choice of cheese. If you've got the sliced, uh, like, provolone, that's a really good, like, rolling cheese. Mm-hmm. Um, I tend to do, like, a thick a thick slice of pepper jack. We normally have pepper jack on hand. Okay. And that goes very well with mm-hmm. ham. But, sorry, you were saying something. Uh, yeah, that is a, uh, that's the default. That's the background to my ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you're going to I want to start with this idea. Start of just base like, ham and cheese. Yep. Base ham and cheese and rolling it up. First thing you can do, mm-hmm. pretty easy. Use it as a dipping stick in a mayo jar. So instead of spreading the mayo, I always find out dirty and a knife is a little bit too okay. much for me. Yeah. You can kind of just like open up the mayo jar and just dip it right it in. Just dip it right yep. in. Wow. And um, can I just say, I'm so glad that this is a judgment-free zone because <laughs> I, I, I love this show. And the reason why I love this show is because you can say things like roll up some ham and cheese and dip them in a mayo jar. And the police can't do anything about that. If you said that any other time, the police would be at your door. Probably the probably, feds. Probably, Probably yeah. the probably. FBI would be knocking mm-hmm. down your door and taking away your mayo. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's what kind of what this uh, show's about. That's what the show's all about. Yeah. 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 Experimentation without the feds knocking. Yeah. Uh, the second idea I had mm-hmm. was instead of mayo, just kind of like shove it into a Hawaiian roll. Oh. Uh, just take that ham and cheese scene and then kind of yeah. shove it into a Hawaiian roll instead wow. of getting out sliced bread and right. like laying it out. Just kind of like shove it right in there. That's ingenious, actually. Up. So, And what you could even do, if I may, is uh, you can put, if I mayo, uh, <laughs> you can dip it in the mayo and then and then and you then shove then it you through. Shove it. Mm-hmm. And that way you've still got the mayo so you don't have that dry bread on yeah. ham on cheese. And the nice thing, the Hawaiian rolls are soft and pliable, so you will be able to get it in, and you still have the bread surrounding it. That's mm-hmm. nice. And the best thing about this is mm. you've basically made an impromptu slider without doing anything like getting a plate without or using a, knife a knife or like anything like that. that is am- and you don't even, you're probably not even, you can do it half a plate. Asleep. You probably don't even have a plate out. At oh, that yeah, point. probably no. No plate. Uh, I honestly think that that is like the pinnacle of, there's snacking, right? Mm-hmm. That's checks mix in a bowl. That's snacking. What we often talk about on this show is snacking. Yeah. Yeah. yeah which is uh, usually defined by having the fewest number of utensils used in making or consuming. Mm-hmm. Um, like, so finger foods will typically be at the top. Um, as well as adapting other foods that are supposed to yes. use them. Yes. To utensil less exactly. mediums. Um, what I'll often do with a simple ham and cheese. Uh, or even just cheese. Sometimes what I'll do is I'll take a slice of cheese and then I'll just put mustard on top of it. And it's it seems odd at first. Um, it's like with just mustard and cheese. It's very bare bones. But I just think of it as like, okay, this is like one third of a sandwich. So if I put okay. like mustard on cheese, and you're probably not as typically as fond of mustard as I might be. Uh, um, I think you're probably more of a has a bit of fan. more of that pecan. Uh, if you'll remember, I, I did try that uh, um, sriracha, sriracha mustard, honey mustard. Yeah, you had back in like what is this? 
It's April. This is episode 43, right? Yes. So yep. it was like probably 20 episodes ago. When it was we did quite that. a while ago, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was a. Uh, it, it, it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have it myself, so uh, if I go buy some, maybe I'll have it. Yeah. I don't, I don't really picture you as the mustard-buying type. Like, really? I've seen you have mustard a couple times, mm-hmm. but I know that on the whole, like, things that are, like, spicier, kind of, like, have that tangy flavor, that's more my yeah. bent. Yeah. And then you have this kind of, like, other path that you go down. I'm more, like, savory. And, like, yeah, you enjoy mm-hmm. kind of, uh, I don't want to say the milder flavors, because I think it's kind of an injustice to say that just because something isn't spicy, it's mild or, like, bland. That's not what I'm trying to say. But, I mean, flavors that shy away from, you know, the spicier kind of palate-punishing type of flavors that I might enjoy. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay, do you want... I have some more stuff on ham and cheese, but we'll go ahead and let you sure. introduce your first topic. Uh, and more importantly, what do you have ham and cheese on? Ha! Um, so I'll <laughs> talk about... Sorry. Sorry. Sarly? Oh, no, I'm starting to rhyme things with foods. That rhymes with barley. (laughs) Oh, boy, we've been doing this show for too long. Um, Yeah, I I must be losing my noodles. Speaking of noodles, uh, let's talk about things that go in ramen. So we've all made ramen. Mm -hmm. Um, There's essentially two types of, of quick and easy ramen that you can make. Mm -hmm. Um, We'll we'll just stick with Maruchan ramen for now. Yeah, it's like 10 cents if you're in America. Sure. Uh, um, pretty pretty cheap stuff. Yeah, in, in in the U.S. probably well, I don't know, but maybe so. Okay, so good distinction um, because there's actually the cup noodles, which is a styrofoam cup mm-hmm. um, that has dried noodles in it. You open the lid halfway, or you peel it back. You add hot water and let it sit. That's one kind. Those are like thirty five, forty cents a piece, something like that. Um, and then you've got um, the the packs of ramen. So those come in a little package. Um, maybe like four inches by three inches, something like that. Mm-hmm. Like four by three by one, something around that area. Um, and it actually makes twice the ramen, um, but it's a little bit more work. So there's kind of a trade-off there. You also don't get a handy container with it. So you have to get your own bowl, which does go a little bit against that kind of snack guideline. Yeah. Unless you just eat the brick of ramen with your hands. Well, see, so... I mean, and, and I have known people to do that, just eat the brick of ramen. Um, <laughs> I'm sure there's known like... Known people. Yeah, known people. No, I, I can honestly Asking say... For a friend. Uh, I can honestly say it's nothing that I have done yet. Um, I'm not saying that I won't eventually get there. You know, 3 a.m., snorting bologna off the counter. Eventually you turn to that ramen. But I think mm-hmm. as long as I have bologna to snort, I'm not going to hit up that brick of ramen just yet. So ramen is interesting because... Um, you can have ra- it's a bit like cereal actually. So I would consider like chicken ramen to be like Cheerios or like bran flakes or corn flakes, right? Yeah, yeah, like the base. Right, you can enjoy it on its own, and the you know just add hot water, let it sit. Mm-hmm. It's flavored, like it's perfectly fine. Or you can start the to add mixes. Start getting really weird when you add like the honey. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know when I was a kid. Uh, we didn't get Honey Nut Cheerios. We got regular Cheerios, but I always wanted Honey Nut Cheerios. So what I would do is I would pour the Cheerios. I'd actually pour like a, a layer of Cheerios. I would drizzle honey on it. I would add oh, really? another layer of Cheerios, drizzle honey on that. So it was kind of like a very um, weird, like uh, like homemade Honey Nut Cheerios thing. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. It, 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 
I think at the time, it made me feel very like upper crust. <laughs> like, oh, I'm I'm cooking. This is my cooking show. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, in retrospect, I think I would take. I would still have just taken the Honey Nut Cheerios. I don't think it was improved by having, you know, natural honey drizzled on. Even though they show the uh, the picture of the honey dipper on the box. Yeah. Honey Nut Cheerios. What a classic. I. I love just a, a good bowl of Honey Nut Cheerios. They're uh, probably the most uh, prevalent cereal. Prevalent? Prevalent? Sorry, I'm losing prevalent. my words. Um, I would most, probably say prevalent, but I can't say for sure that it's not prevalent. Uh, cereal in my childhood, so I'd have to agree with you. Oh, there. yeah. We, we always had a box. And they're, they're probably, I, I haven't checked super recently, but last I did check, they were a one... Uh, if not the top, one of the very top uh, cereals in the U.S. Mm-hmm. So consistently, year after year, they're actually the most purchased. Um, but all this to say, uh, so ramen, kind of equating so put ramen honey to nut cereal. Cheerios on your ramen. I mean, hey, if you do put <laughs> honey nut Cheerios in your ramen, uh, let us know how that turns out. But uh, what I was actually going to say is, or rather, ask you, I'll put the question to you: Is if you uh, do you first of all, do you normally enjoy just kind of straight ramen? Uh, first of all, actually, first of first of all, right? Okay, chicken okay. or beef? Chicken or beef? Um, good question. Depends on my mood. Really, I have both the large boxes of chicken and beef, and I'll interchange them basically, mm. kind of whenever. Uh, kind of whenever I like want to spice something up or like uh, yeah, not even like spice up, but like change my palate. I yeah, guess. just change it up. Mm-hmm. Chicken and beef. Uh, usually I have consumed more of the chicken than i have of the beef so mm-hmm. i'd have to go with that and is this uh cup or packet oh, packet packet yeah mm-hmm. i usually do packet um I, I i don't mind the a little bit of extra time and the bowl that it takes i always use the same bowl and i use chopsticks chopsticks are much easier to wash so there's there's that that, too. that is true um so once you're proficient with chopsticks it's a little bit more, more work on the front end to to gain that proficiency but once you have it let me just like interject here to say that once you master chopsticks, you will find them so useful in your snacking. Oh, definitely. You, it's yeah. You don't have to wash a spoon or a fork and get all up in the tines. Right. It's just a. It's just a chopstick. Well, even just one example. They also can prevent um, uh, like snack accumulation on your hands if you're eating a finger food and you use chopsticks instead. Um, mm-hmm. That's how I prefer to eat Cheetos, actually. Or yeah. uh, what are they called? Tech, um, Takis. Okay, yeah. Anything that kind of has that like red dust that's going to get all over your fingers. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes Doritos, those are a little bit harder to grab with the chopsticks. And they're also easier to get with just the tips of your fingers. Can I uh, say a confession? Oh, yeah, I've actually course. stopped eating Doritos. Really? Uh, yeah. Um, and not because I don't like them. I love Doritos. Yeah, sure. Uh, but... For that exact problem, because when I'm writing on my computer or something, I track that dust all over my keyboards. Oh, um, well, that's why they call I it can't. a trackpad. More <laughs> like a snack pad, am I right? <laughs> Insert audience laughter here. Uh, I'm sure they're laughing along at home. <laughs> uh, and I, I've known about chopsticks. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll try it sometime in mm-hmm. the future. But. Uh, yeah, I've kind of stopped eating Doritos because yeah. I don't want to like track it all over things. So yeah, and I don't want to seem elitist at all when I say this, but 
Um, eating Doritos with chopsticks. But I'm better than you. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, but eating Doritos with chopsticks does kind of take a higher level of proficiency. I don't because I don't, you might snap the Dorito, or well, you might. I mean, that's a real, and it's just harder to grab. I don't know how long you've been using chopsticks. Um, Honestly, no. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, haven't. Right. <laughs> um, but I mean, in general, like not everybody grew up using chopsticks, especially in the U.S. That's very rare. Um, I was fortunate enough to be taught how to use chopsticks at a young age, so I can use them just as naturally as I would a fork or a knife. Um, but honestly, I don't think it takes that long to get that level of proficiency where you could pick up like even something like roasted peanuts. Um, you know, any any kind of time when you can avoid that finger dust You'll find that your, um, not that it was ever really the goal, but your like efficiency and your ability to get things done uh, just goes way up. Like oh, if, that's, you're n- if you don't have to clear the dust between snacks. We're definitely uh, all about efficiency yeah. uh, here uh, at Snacking Headquarters. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, so Cut Me Some Snack, the world's uh, premier business organization podcast uh, devoted to getting you the results you need on your paperwork mm-hmm. yeah so or just to get cheeto dust on your paperwork that's it that's so equally fine yeah things to put in ramen yeah sorry things to what? put in ramen i, I was gonna ask you've ever you mentioned right so what? after so after chicken or beef i'm also a chicken man uh myself um and that's a medical condition <laughs> <laughs> no uh I, I do prefer chicken uh ramen over beef and i've definitely had this conversation with quite a few people um over the years but i've always fallen on the on the chicken side um I guess you could say I've convinced a few people who were uh, into to beef uh, ramen at first. Not there's anything wrong with that, but they've come to see my side. I guess why did the uh, you know why did the uh, why did beef the ramen eater have, de- have why beef? Did, why did the well, I was going to say why did the beef ramen eater cross the road uh, to get to the chicken? But uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, no, what am I saying? Oh yes. Uh, so now that we're kind of on similar footing as chicken ramen. I'll say aficionados. Um, what uh, what are your favorite mix-ins, or do you just prefer plain? Um, normally, I eat plain because, again, preparation is right. Convenience, yeah, is Completely not a valid. thing that we try to do here. Mm-hmm. Um, but when when it's like in the middle of the day, and I'm like doing something, and I kind of want lunch, and so then I throw some ramen right in a pot. Uh, I'll also usually get like an egg and some frozen mm. frozen vegetables, but that's like when uh, you do an egg, that's um, kind of like base base level. So this is actually interesting. When you do the egg, do you take out a boiled egg? Do you cook an egg, or do you just crack an egg right into the ramen? Um, kind of crack the egg right into the ramen. Okay, uh, and then and then cook it that way. Mm-hmm. It kind of comes off in these little like ribbony things. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Me too. It's a uh, it's it's not bad. It's not a lot of a. Uh, it's not a whole lot of prep Mm -hmm. so i can do it without feeling like i have to like you know be in the kitchen and cook something right uh so that's definitely good but it's also reserved for like when i actually need like a midday meal rather Mm -hmm. than a snack uh mm -hmm. fair enough now do you do um do you i'm just i'm interested in your technique do you do uh do you use an electric kettle no no so you 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 do stovetop yep or I guess microwave to... would be the other option. Uh, I but used to do microwave. Yeah, when you mentioned and the then... egg, I thought stovetop. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, well, I've started doing an egg since stovetop. Mm. I used to do microwave and then lost my microwave bowl. Ah. Um, and I just simply haven't gotten another one. Uh, I probably will sometime because it was very convenient to just throw it's in the microwave. Very, I mean, it's hard to lose your you know microwave option. Mm-hmm. That is so huge for snacking, but especially for snacking. Mm-hmm. But uh, it hasn't been the thing where like... If I want like a snack, right? Um, I'm usually not reaching for the ramen noodles, mm-hmm. so it's just not something that I've like gone out and bought yet. So this is actually a fun thing. Uh, I guess we've never specifically talked about this, but what is your like number one go to snack? Would you say it's that ham and cheese, or is it something else? Uh, no, my go to snack is actually a lot um, dirtier. Okay. Uh, it's, Spill. It's just cold Pop-Tarts. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just Pop-Tarts Well, that could be the, much uh, worse. Yeah, but I don't know. Somewhere in me, this again, judgment-free zone, so I'm yeah. not judging you or any listeners out there, but somewhere deep within me is like crying out in pain whenever I just like mm. crack open a thing of cold Pop-Tarts and just like start eating it like an animal. Um <laughs> And you know how they do in the jungle? They all just have pop tarts, and I think that's the plot of Over the Hedge. I'm not sure if it's been a while since I've seen that movie, but but uh, as it's been recently, mm-hmm. uh, I, when I know I'm gonna want like a snack, mm-hmm. uh, usually it's coming home from work, and when I'm coming home from work, I'll just swing through a drive-through and get like a McChicken or something. Oh, okay, sure. Uh, and where do you normally get your McChickens? Burger King. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Um, so, I guess I would have to say my go-to snack food is probably... It's probably ramen. Ramen. It's probably ramen. And my favorite thing to actually put in ramen is... I do the egg, like you were talking about. The frozen mm-hmm. vegetables. Um, I like... I like it when I can get like a leafy, like maybe like a spinach or something, okay. um, which is actually, it seems oddly helpful for a, a snack, especially a late night one, but uh, it's actually just easier to pick up with the chopsticks. Oh. If I go frozen peas, um, first of all, they cool down the water faster, and the way that I do it really? is I actually just do it all in the bowl. I never go, I never even go to the stovetop. I use an electric kettle. Oh, okay. Um, so... If if I can put everything in the bowl and make it easy to pick up with the chopsticks, the peas just take a... I mean, you got to go, like, one at a time with peas. Mm-hmm. Um, the carrots are pretty good if we have any green beans. But my favorite thing by far is actually just um, small cubes of Spam. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. I know, uh, I know I've mentioned it before. It was my childhood snack. Right. Um, was Spam. But, uh, huh. I didn't know that. I didn't know you had, like, cubes of Spam. Well, I mean, it doesn't come cubed, obviously, but... So you cube it yourself? I do actually cube it, um, but because it's Spam, this is... Okay, so listen to this. Okay. Because it's Spam, um, all you have to use is a butter knife. Okay. So, like, any other type of meat, you have to get a legitimate, you know, sharp knife out of the drawer, and a lot of those have, like, wooden handles or whatever, or you can't put them in a dishwasher, but a butter knife just goes straight in. Mm-hmm. And even if not, a butter knife, probably the easiest utensil to wash. You're not dealing with tines like you would with a fork. Um, you're not dealing with that splashback like you would with a spoon. Yeah. A knife just, cl- I mean, especially a butter knife, just cleans right up. Mm-hmm. You'll never hurt yourself on a butter knife. Cleans in like two seconds. 
Yeah, just little little cubes of spam. Okay. Huh. Um, it goes I, really well I in the chicken. Try that sometime. Well, spam also has kind of such a high salt content that uh, you can actually do. See, what I really like about ramen is the broth. As much as the noodles, I love the broth. But um, often the seasoning packet, I mean, it only allows you to make so much broth. Like you can't put, because it'll, it'll just have a weaker flavor. Mm-hmm. So I usually add some tapatio, um, sometimes Tabasco, um, some kind of hot sauce to kind of like strengthen that. Um, this isn't so much a tip for you as it would be for maybe some of our listeners. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, then I'll add the spam. And the spam is so salty that it actually continues to flavor uh, the broth. So it's actually kind of its own little seasoning. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Uh, yeah, I do need to try that sometime. Yeah. That's kind of fun. It is fun. Uh, it's almost like a little uh, cooking tip. Well, I know you had something else you wanted to talk about, so if you want to yeah, go for well, it. Yeah, uh, well, a few more points about sure. ham and cheese. Um, so. Okay. I can I can see you're gearing up for something here. I'll give you, you my could, undivided um, attention. Um, you could uh, do like I've done at one night. And, All right. Um, wrap them around a Pop-Tart. <laughs> I don't want you to kind of put it in the toaster. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Now I'm doubly I'm doubly interested because first of all, that was not a derisive laugh. That was a laugh of that was a laugh of delight. That you would think of that and then execute it. I have so many questions. It depends the first, on the Pop Tart. <laughs> okay, the first question the first question is what kind of Pop Tart? Um I have tried it with blueberry and brown sugar and cinnamon. I've tried it twice. I have a uh, guess as to which one is better, but which one was better? With brown sugar and cinnamon. That's what I would have thought. Yeah. 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 Those uh, actually, be, you know what it is? It's because um, brown sugar actually goes really well with pork in general. Like the um, like the pork and, and beans, that has kind of a brown sugar uh, yeah. flavor to it. And then also yeah, I can see brown that. sugar uh, and uh, bacon. Mm-hmm. Or no, it's not... It's like brown sugar and maple. Maple brown, brown sugar. sugar. Yeah. yeah. And the, and the maple, and well, the maple donuts with bacon are also really good. You'll get I those from... I haven't tried that one who yet. Who has those? Maybe Square Donut? I don't think Long's Bakery. Somebody has those uh, locally here in, in uh, really? Indianapolis or Indiana, at least. Huh. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. Um, uh, but no, I thought I should probably probably mention that if anyone was ever curious or yeah. wanted, to, uh, wanted to try. Um, another... Quick uh, little tip that I've been uh, not tip but like little theme that I've been doing sure. is uh again it it's this is all in the spirit of snack right. rather than like you gotta snack. lean on that you're yeah. talking about like spinach and like spam because it like boils broth and that's all like yeah that's all like high tier I know I I was um, worried it would get a little bit highbrow but I mean mm-hmm. it in the same spirit as everything else we're saying on the show. Mm-hmm. And this is literally, I put the plate that I have the rolls on, mm-hmm. the rolls the, of ham and cheese. Oh, yeah. So ham I roll the ham and yes. cheese, and I get like maybe mm-hmm. three or four of them, and I kind of put the plate on the space heater. Really? Yeah. And it kind of like keeps them slightly warm um, to where I can just kind of like eat them whenever, and they don't really like, they start to get like more warm, I guess. Does the cheese, I mean, uh, I don't know, because I have got a space heater in my room, it's mm-hmm. pretty... Uh, pretty warm. It gets ranging to hot. I usually keep it at its highest setting, at least in this weird... It... Oh, <laughs> Siri. Thanks, Siri. Siri wants to chime in. What do you want to say, Siri? Hi, Professor. 
Oh, it calls me professor. That's... <laughs> I forgot that I set that up. <laughs> Listen, we all have dreams. Um, uh, but no, you are. Uh, is my space? Is your space heater as hot as mine? Yeah, it's a. It's pretty much the same thing. Um, it's uh, you're thinking too much of me. I usually eat those too quickly. Oh, okay, because um, so I, was, I wanted to ask really if it melts the melt, cheese. Melts the cheese. I have had some where I need to make sure the cheese is wrapped in the. Uh, oh. in the ham when okay. I do this because yeah. the cheese will stick to the ham and get that kind of melty-ish. Yeah, well, that's um, great if it's on the inside. So Yeah, yeah, it's not, I mean, it's. I I say it's not bad at all, but uh, it's in the, I guess it it's in the spirit of snack. I mean, yeah, I mean, it sounds um, great. Um, what, um, what kind of cheese do you normally go for? Um... Because I am the kind of person I am to craft a great American. person that I love. Um, oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> the uh, just craft American singles. Okay, craft. Oh, well, you know, and that's um, a pliable cheese. Yeah, yeah. So, like I was saying with my um, slices of pepper jack, that's actually a very. Um, I mean, as not crumbly, but kind of a more rigid cheese. Like it's got a lot more um, solidity to it, mm-hmm. and so that's actually a lot harder to roll. Yeah, um, but, it is. So uh, if I may make a suggestion, you're talking about with the Hawaiian rolls. Um, I think you could combine the two. So if you if you stick the uh, the roll inside the, the ham and cheese roll inside mm-hmm. the Hawaiian roll, mm-hmm. and then on top of the space heater, it'll melt, but it won't, uh, it'll stay in the Hawaiian roll. It'll be contained. Oh, huh. Uh, I guess it would. I I don't know. Um, oh, you don't have to I try haven't, it. I well, mean, it's a suggestion. The only reason I haven't tried it is because, like, I don't want like to heat up the roll itself. Really, I want to melt the cheese, but I want don't want to like ruin the roll. If that makes any sense, because yeah. I really like those things. But um, you don't like you wouldn't want to warm. And I feel roll. like I feel like if I warmed it up to the point of where it would like melt cheese mm-hmm. that is separated from the heating element by the bread by the roll right then the roll would be like hot enough to be like crumbly or like or something well, you think it would dry would... out yeah yeah it would interesting uh... i don't know that it would this I'd is be all interested to see this is all conjecture because right. i haven't tried it but that's at least why hmm. i haven't tried it yeah um, well if any of you happen to try that at home uh i mean i hope that you'll you'll let us know um yeah so <laughs> Well, it's fun that we keep coming back to ham and cheese. I like that that's kind of like grounding. Yeah, I mean, it's uh it's it's there. It's easy. Yeah, it's it's such a I mean, it's such a staple like ham and cheese. It's fun because that's such a staple of the like the world outside of snack, you know. Mm-hmm. Um just kind of like the comestible world. Even restaurants won't, you know, turn up their nose at ham and cheese. That's a it's just a classic. Um but I love that it's adaptable. To what we do, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the kind of thing that we're we're about on this show. Um, so, in the spirit of that, kind of the, uh, I, I don't, I don't know. We don't get controversial on this show, but kind of the, the amount of like stick it to the man, you know, like oh, like you and your 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 high tower uh, restaurants, these restaurants and their high towers and their, and their <laughs> ivory towers. Um, I, I just yeah, kind of like a lot anti- of these restaurants just have like <laughs> these so really many. big towers nowadays. Looking down like, from your white castle. <laughs> uh, no, but like this kind of like I don't know. I've I've always considered us to be kind of like the punk rock of of food. 
Um, we're we're like the uh, not even the punk rock of food. I think Guy Fieri is probably the punk rock of food. Mm. Um, he's he's kind of just like. <laughs> Uh, you know, countercultural, and then we're kind of like uh, we're like underground, you know. Yeah, we're like we're we're food six feet underground. <laughs> <laughs> we are we are dead to the food world. <laughs> <laughs> we are no. What we are is we're food nouveau. We are the new. Okay. We are unappreciated in our time. Okay. You know, maybe yeah. maybe we're looked down on. Uh, that's okay. We don't bear anyone any malice. Uh, but we we thrive. You know, we we survive on on maybe what would what would kill uh, other artists, um, and we and 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 we just create and we and we exist and we hope to to pass on um, some of our uh, appreciation for the uh, for the funner things in life. <laughs> um, so, in that spirit, I would just want to talk briefly about uh, the phenomenon of uh of consuming comestibles getting okay. real technical here okay uh within the confines or perhaps the liberating area as it often is of the shower oh okay now, now we've all we've all heard of talked about read about uh perhaps even partaken in the odd shower drink, mm-hmm. the shower um, beer. The shower beer is the yeah. is probably the most common, mm-hmm. um, and that is uh, simply a cold beer enjoyed in a hot shower, um, which is kind of uh, much like, you know, the same thing in a hot bath or like a jacuzzi. It's funny to me um, that like. <laughs> I just think it's funny how, yeah. uh, but it is funny. It is actually funny to me. It did make me chuckle when I thought about it the other day. How uh, you can you can get away with so much in a jacuzzi. Yeah, yeah. You can you can drink in a jacuzzi like jacuzzi, cold beer, cold soda. I mean the uh, the shower beer is just a snack version of wine in a jacuzzi. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cold, chilled wine, jacuzzi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's kind of a sophisticated thing. Um, we're not against sophistication. We just don't necessarily live with, you know, within it, uh, all the time, but, uh, a shower, that's just the modern bath, you know, bath, jacuzzi, same thing. Uh, jacuzzi is just a hot bath that you share with strangers and there's no <laughs> harm in that. Um, so a shower beer, that's, that's very logical to me. Um, but what about shower food? Shower food. Okay. Um, <sighs> I pause because I'm trying to think of a food that won't get soggy. Is that, that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That won't like immediately just get ruined by the water because usually drinks are in some kind of can. Yep. So I'm trying to think of some kind of like packaged food mm-hmm. that you could pop um, without like ruining the food itself. Yeah. So the packaged foods are a good place to start. Uh, thinking about it a little bit, and I think one great option you could start with is um, something like a gogurt. Gogurt, because that is yeah fully contained. Uh, starts out chilled. You just have a nice. Uh, I mean, yogurt is delightful. It's it's chilly. It's refreshing. Um, maybe even a little bit healthier than some of the things we talk about. Um, yeah, a nice shower gogurt. Now, a gogurt will probably become warm pretty quickly, and. Yeah. That might be your bag, but if it's not, 
uh, I think most people would prefer a cold Go-Gurt. So you do want to have that quickly. It won't retain its cold the same as like, you know, an aluminum can would. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Um, That's a a pretty good idea. You could do like an applesauce pouch. Applesauce. Have you had those? Yeah. 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 We always had those when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's like a little zippered pouch or it's got like a little, um, like a little nozzle thing. You like screw Mm -hmm. off the top of the cap and it's uh, applesauce in a pouch. Um, the other thing, and this is a little bit more adventurous, I think right. y- you really can't do breads. Um, they'll mm, just disintegrate. Yeah. Um, but you could easily do something like not not just any meat. I don't think you could bring like fried Barbecue chicken. chicken. <laughs> I don't think you could. I don't think you could. Um, I think that you'd be at a risk of just kind of losing most of the flavor off of it. But if you have something that actually contains the flavor within itself, now you're cooking. Do you know? Do you see where I'm going with this? Um, I don't see where you're going with it, but I am following you. Okay. <laughs> All right. I appreciate your trust. Um, no, you could do something like uh, a hot dog. No bun. Just a hot dog. Oh. Yeah, it doesn't matter if there's like liquid on the hot dog. Right, we usually a, consume hot dogs with liquid on there's, it. Yeah, there's a light skin. and um, Or even a sausage. You know, anything that has kind of that uh, almost capsule form. Um uh yeah now again you gotta be sparse you can't really do toppings condiments they will just kind of rinse off of the Mm -hmm. hot dog but even even the like um i don't know like fancy way to prepare a hot dog is uh you boil it in water or or Mm -hmm. you roast it um so there's really no harm in putting it under running water yeah yeah there's not really uh you get like a cheese dog and that way Hmm. you get like the oh that's the the cheese inside the hot dog yeah uh that's brilliant so you get the flavors like inside the dog protected Mm. from the from the shower that's that is so great you've got the insulated cheese Mm -hmm. inside wow you might even go for something like a slim jim now i uh actually i'm well while i'm thinking about it all the things we've said so far have been meat options and i do want to mention things for our um vegetarian and vegan friends um i don't want to leave you out now actually i feel like you might even have it easier because uh, you can easily enjoy um, just a raw carrot yeah, in the shower. Yeah, pretty much almost any vegetable other than like the leafy stuff yeah. that we'll get. Like, uh, you might do okay with like some romaine lettuce, uh, but again, the uh, the hot water might make it wilt, so that might yeah. not be, be ideal. But yeah, uh, carrots, celery, um, even a lot of fruits. I think you could do a strawberry. Um, yeah, and that's the great because if you've ever just eaten a lot of strawberries. Um, you tend to get that strawberry juice. It can be sticky. You get it all over yourself. Mm. You're already in the you're shower. Already, you're already in the shower. How great is that? That's actually really good. I actually like. I I, I might try a a, a shower of strawberry sometime this week. That's a. I like that. Yeah, I, I like might. I might not do the chocolate fondue. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Uh, it does rinse off pretty quickly, huh. uh, along with those other things uh, that we mentioned. But yeah, I think there's a lot of. Uh, Oh, an apple? Really? I mean, so many raw fruits and vegetables are are so perfect for the shower. Um, I'll probably better than any of the meat options uh, that we've said. Well, if you guys try those, I mean, you'll have to let us know how yeah, they've definitely yeah, how they definitely let us know how it goes. Yeah. Uh, okay, I've got a quick snack. Yeah, a quick snack. Off. All right, yep. go for uh, it. So, craisins. Yeah, everyone loves craisins. Yes. Have you ever tried? Mixing them in a jar of peanut butter. Really? There. Yeah. That's just that's it. You my just quick take, snack. 
You just take craisins. Yep. Pour them into a. You probably well not a full jar of peanut butter, but like maybe a half, like half, half jar, even a quarter mm-hmm. jar, something like just that. Just mix them in. Yep, mix them in, and That's there you go. So good. Uh, craisins and peanut butter. Um, typical ingredients of so many childhood foods, often oh, revolving definitely. around celery. Oh, um, yeah. You oh, know, yeah. ants on a log, which could also be made with raisins. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Wow, that is such a, a good snack. You know, um, we all do the, uh, you know, jar of peanut butter with the spoon. Um, <laughs> throw in some, ra- uh, sometimes we do chocolate chips, but craisins. Um, yeah, it's slightly healthier than chocolate chips. Yeah. I, uh, sli- slightly? I yeah. don't No, it is. Okay. I, that's healthy enough to, to uh, just be a, a, a snack. Not even a snack, just a snack. Just a snack. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think, I think that's one you can, you can take out on the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, put it in a little Rubbermaid container and, um, and, um, you'll fit in with, with all the people who, who packed their lunches and, uh, <laughs> and look down on society. Uh, I mean, if you wanted to be adventurous, you could put, uh, chopped celery hmm. into it. And there you have your ants on a log, like, wow, just in a jar and you can like walk around with it. That's so um, good. Now they're not on a log anymore. It's kind of, it's just kind of, it's kind of mashed up. You could, call it, you could call it, uh, no, you could call it, um, like, Waterfall. Slide. No, I was going to say waterfall. Oh, like you got waterfall. the ants on a log, uh, they go over a waterfall, and it just kind of all gets jumbled together. Uh, but then they get to the bottom and they're fine. They're all just on their own little piece of the log, uh, floating in the stream, having a good time, uh, doing doing. Little that's ant a, that's a good idea. I do not want to glaze over my pun. Okay, to glaze over slide, but uh, that's 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 a good idea. Uh, so if anyone's feeling like exceptionally healthy when yes. spooning peanut butter out of a, <laughs> out of a jar at 2 a.m. Uh, yeah, put some celery in there. Wow. Uh, well, I am PB and Jelly of your idea. <laughs> I will certainly be trying it soon. Well, I can't believe it, but it is that time again. We have gone this whole episode... We've talked about goodness knows what. You'll have to go back and listen through, I guess. Well, <laughs> we'll have to go back and listen through. I'm sure you've just heard it up till now. Uh, sometimes we tend to zone out. Uh, we get pretty excited about this stuff. Um, but thank you all so much for listening oh. to this episode of Cut Me Some Snack. Yeah, it's been it's been great. It's been great. Uh, it's having always great having a... you all along. Um, and we uh, we love you all so much. And we're, we're so appreciative uh, that you listen. Um, if you want to leave us a, a rating and review on iTunes to, to show your appreciation, uh, we would certainly love that too. Um, again, just can't express enough uh, how much we've appreciated your support so far. Yeah, it's been it's been wonderful. Uh, thank uh, thank you everyone for listening. Thank you so much. Um, well, I guess it's time to sign off. I've yep. been Graham Ganol. I've been Connor Hughes. This has been Cut Me Some Snack. Snorcher Baloney, right off the counter. Hey pals, it's Graham Ganol, and I'd like to tell you about my new podcast, Nodding Off with Graham Ganol. It's a super short show designed to give you a couple tranquil minutes at the end of your night. On each episode, I'll read a soothing poem or piece of prose that I've either written or selected, all with the goal of putting you in a good mental space, whatever the rest of your day was like. Come find Nodding Off with Graham Ganol at anchor.fm slash noddingoff or wherever you get your podcasts from. Until then, good night, sleep tight, and I'll see you soon.